0: Hey there, John Morris here. JohnMorrisOnline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So I got this question from Nova says, I can't really afford any of courses, John. I'm broke both mentally and financially. What do you suggest? So I'm going to address both the mentally and financial. I'll get to the financial in a little bit because that's probably a little bit more of the practical advice, which I know is often what people think that they're after. But I want to first address the mental stuff because it's often the thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about, but it's the thing that is the most important. When you get it right, it's going to have the most effect in your life and it's going to make really everything else a lot easier. And the practical stuff doesn't be, it sort of loses its significance. It's not as important as you think it is. So again, if you're someone who's sort of Face this sort of thing. I I know that you're, in your mind, like give me the practical things that I can do, etc. But the reality is, is you have to focus on the mental and the emotional much more and deal with that much more in in this journey than you will anything else. And so, I I just want to really make sure and, and tackle that in this. So, at the end of the day, when I think about this, it it really ultimately is pretty simple. And that is it comes down to a question of do you want to be a coder or web developer or freelancer, whatever the specific thing we're we're happening to talk about here, because I know it can be a range of things, but do you want to be a coder or not? Do you want to be a freelancer or not? And I know when I say that a lot of people are like, well, yeah, that's why I'm here, that's why I'm doing this, etc. But it really is a, a much deeper sort of soul searching type of question that you really need to spend some time thinking about because it's not just do I want to do this thing it's am I willing to almost sacrifice everything else or am I willing to put myself through essentially the hell that I'm going to have to go through mentally and emotionally in order to make this Thing, a reality for me, and what is this thing I'm trying to make a reality? What is it that I'm really after? A lot of times, people have a, a vague sort of idea of what it is they're you know. It's just sort of they're in a they're in a a rut or a groove, and they're just sort of going through the motions of well, I'm supposed to get a job, and I'm supposed to do this, and I'm supposed to do that. If you're using the words or thinking about it in terms of. Support, to that's a first in, the indicator of of something being off. It it really should be a uh, you should be doing this because it's something you want to do. You've you've thought about it and you're not just trying to get a job. It's I'm doing this because this is sort of what resonates with me as a human being. It's what I really want to do with my life. What I find oftentimes as the the technology field the industry sort of grows you get a lot of people who are getting into coding who are getting into development who really shouldn't be and it's not because they're not smart enough or any of the stuff that a lot of other people say it's because they don't want to it's not really what they want to do it's just a job and this is this is a very difficult industry to be in for just a job this is something that that you really have to want to do just with the way the industry changes and all the things that you have to learn to get started but then the constant learning that you have to do and how quickly everything is evolving etc it's an industry that if it's not something you really love it, it's it's difficult to find the motivation on a daily basis to be able to do those things so again, it it's not something that you should just do as a job. Uh it, it really should be something you're passionate about. So I find a lot of people that are in that that situation and are having a hard time admitting that this isn't what they really want to do with their life. And so I think that's the first thing that you really have to tackle. Like are you in this because it's something that you really want to do or is it, are you in it because it's it's a job and it's a it, it could be a good job and a good career but is that why you're in it? And if that's why you're in it, I think you really need to do some soul searching and not be afraid to walk away from it because it's not going to work out. If this isn't what you really want to do, if this is not something you're really passionate about, it's not going to work out. And so you might as well cut your losses now and move into something that you really are truly passionate about uh that isn't just a job for you. So that's the first thing. And then you know, of course, if you if you think about that, and you know this is something that you're passionate about then you need to sort of find your reason why okay because ultimately all of this is a means to an end and i actually had this was having this chat with my uh older brother the other day and just to give you a little bit of context but not too much uh personal information about him but you know he was sort of i think at the as he was going through it i don't think he would necessarily have admitted this but looking back probably the last five, 10 years, he's been in a, in a bit of a funk and bit of sort of a searching phase trying to figure things out. And again, to give a little bit more context, he was, you know, he played football and then he became a football coach. And then, you know, he had kids and, and the the coaching career when you're not in the big time colleges or professional environment, the pay really is is pretty pretty horrible and so it's not something you can really f- raise a family on and so he had to make a pretty hard decision about if he was going to continue pursuing his his coaching dream or if he was going to do something else and and provide for his family and so he made the decision to provide for his family and 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 sort of give up coaching and you know that was that like i said that's that that sort of put him in a funk and he has been had been sort of searching for something to, to sort of give him revitalize him. Well, you know, there's uh, I've talked to you guys about my moving down to Missouri and, you know, we're we're paying off some land down here. We're building a house, et cetera. And that sort of didn't happen in a vacuum. You know, my little brother already lives down here. And my older brother, the one I'm I'm talking about, we've talked also about all sort of living in the same area, owning land, building houses, etc. And so over the last few years have sort of cultivated that idea to the point where I made the move to sort of be the first one uh, to go and do it. And for him, that sort of became, and and I know this just from him telling me this, that sort of became, it. it made it real for him. It made it sort of possible for him. And so that that became the thing, it, not necessarily my moving, but the making that what we had talked about for the last three years and this sort of vision that we had of, uh, of a life that we could have, it sort of made it real for him. And that became the thing that suddenly motivated him. He's lost, I think, 60 pounds in the last few months. Um, you know, he changed jobs, started making double the money he was making. He's become, I mean... <laughs> far more motivated than I've ever seen him. Like, he's become the guy that I used to know. The guy that, you know, was the football coach or the guy that was, even before that, was was a football player. You know, he's got out of that funk, and it all just was a result of him getting clear on a vision and it becoming real for him and him having something greater than himself that he was pursuing. And so I think that's sort of the next... Step that 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 you have to make is okay. I'm passionate about this industry, but what is what is it? I'm really trying to do for my life at the end of the day. And after about 15 years of doing this, maybe right now this doesn't seem like it to you, but uh, as you do it enough, I think this will become more real. But at the end of the day, none of us really want to sit around just writing code, right? That's not. Even though we're passionate about it, that's not necessarily the life that we're trying to build. Maybe we want to be able to make a living doing that, but the make a living part, I think, as you go, will start to become much more important. And so it's important for you to get clear on what it is that you're trying to build. This is ultimately a means to an end. What is that end? And get clear on that and make your journey into coding and web development a part of something bigger, not just an end in and of itself. Because if you make it an end in and of itself, you will get burnt out very, very, very quickly. You'll lose sort of that passion and that motivation behind it because it doesn't feel like it's leading you anywhere. So you have to sit down and think about where you want it to lead you and start working towards that. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is is what I sort of alluded to at the beginning is do you want are you committed to this or not is this vision that you've created for yourself is are, is it I'm going to do this come hell or high water and I wrote in an email the other day uh that it was talking about freelancing and someone was like why would anyone freelance or whatever and and oh I I said I I'm the type of person that I have lots of reasons why I would freelance, but I'm the type of person who would probably go broke freelancing before I would go work some like regular cor- corporate job. And I 100% mean that. Like I've done that and I can't do it. I- I'll go nuts. I'll go like mentally, emotionally. I cannot do that. And so I freelance because essentially I have to. If I, I, In my DNA, there's nothing else that I can do because I can't do the corporate thing. I don't last. I can make it about six months and I'm just, I have to move on and do something else. So, uh, again, for me, that's something I can't do. I'm not committed enough to doing that and so forth. So, uh, again, when you're looking at this sort of vision that you've created for yourself and this, this, how you're going to get there, you know, is it something that, that you are really truly committed to and that, that you want come hell or high water and like, like I said, you'd go broke uh, if you had to doing it because you're so committed to it, right? And if it's not, then again, you have to be honest and you have to make the hard decision to walk away. And that's ultimately what I told Nova is that you know, if if it's not, then you have to just walk away, no regrets, and go do something else that you are passionate about, That uh, go build some other vision that you are passionate about, and not look back at all. Quit lying to yourself. Quit fooling yourself that this is what you want to do when it's really not. If it's not, it's not. And move on. And and forget it. It doesn't matter what Mark Zuckerberg says about how cool coding is or, or anybody else. None of that matters. All that matters is if you want to do it, if you can do it. So that's sort of the whole mental thing. There's a lot there that... Uh, to parse and sort of work through but that's far more important than sort of the any of the other stuff that said you know when it comes to the financial part of stuff maybe all of that stuff you're like no that's I'm in on that like uh, this is what I want to do I know what I'm building I'm committed to it I'm just struggling right now financially to make it work and so again the 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 advice that I gave Nova was First off, have you tried getting work? I find a lot of people that I, I talk to about this is it's like, well, I'm still in the learning phase. I haven't tried getting work, but I'm broke. It's like, well, you know, at some point you got to just, you just got to go for it, right? It, you just have to put yourself out there and maybe you fail epically, right? You're in no worse of a position then than you are now not even doing it. And that that's quite literally true because a lot of people think that there's some, No grand, I don't know, master out there who's tracking all of, of the tracking everything and watching you and, Oh, you had one project go wrong. And now I'm going to like, everybody's going to know about it. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, maybe if you're on a, a platform like Upwork or whatever, then yeah, those jobs will be on there and that, that will hurt you of course. But if you're just sort of freelancing on your own, there's nobody out there keeping tabs. So And I know this from experience because my first two freelancing gigs that I tried to take on on my own, I I basically failed on. I had to to give the people back their money. I gave them the code that I had written up to that point, but I couldn't complete the project. And nothing happened. (laughs) I just kept going and it didn't really hurt my career at all. I learned some lessons from that and I moved on. So... At some point, again, you just have to go for it and if you're you're broke but wanting to freelance or wanting to do this code thing, it's just have you tried to get work at at this point if not then 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 try uh because that's the answer to to your problem of being broke. The other thing is is you no know, as I told nobody there's <sighs> there's a ton of 100 and 200 jobs out there that almost anybody could get and deliver on simple things anybody who spent any amount of time with web development or code or any of that stuff you know there there's a ton, like you could deliver on these and there's a ton of them out there and uh, what happens i think a lot a lot of times is people hear about you know someone making 3000 on a project or 5000 on a project and they hear you know maybe we talk about you want to you want to sort of avoid the lower price projects and you want to go for the bigger ones and so forth, etc. And that's all true. But again, if you're broke, if you're in a tough spot, $100 could be, you know, that could mean quite a bit or $200 could mean quite a bit. And that's, you know, these jobs might be something that you could do in a couple hours, maybe a day at most. And if you think about most sort of jobs that are out there, Let's take the absolute worst case scenario of $100 and you're able to complete that in a day. Well, $100 a day is about $3,000 a month, right? That's $36,000 a year. There's a lot of, there's a lot of jobs out there where that's a considered a good salary. So, uh, don't, and that's the worst case scenario here, you know, Th- take about 200 or 300 or $400 jobs. So don't be too picky about how you make your money and, You know, if you especially, let's say, again, a platform like Upwork or or something else, you know, if you take 100, 200 dollar job. Yeah, that again, that's not ideal, but that does count towards your job history. You do get a review from that. If you get a good review that goes towards your job success score, all of that stuff, so. It helps you in that sense, even if it's not exactly the the kind of money you want to make. So don't be too romantic about the money you make. Be go out there and look for these smaller jobs. I, I honestly, if you're just starting to freelance, I would recommend starting with a few smaller jobs, just because it helps you to understand how to put to to how to run a project right? That's not something that you just know how to do. And if you take on some $5,000 project right off the bat, that's a large project that takes a lot of planning and and strategizing and executing and so forth. If you've never done it before, it's going to be pretty difficult. So start with the smaller jobs so that you can sort of figure that out and then move up into uh, the bigger ones as you can. So Again, use those smaller jobs to not only make money, but to help you learn and grow as well. Final thing I'll, I'll say about this, just because he sort of mentioned the courses, is you know, this is this is why I put my courses over on Skillshare. It, it really is, is because it sort of eliminates the excuse, right? Because uh, when I talk about the free trial that I talk about, it's really a free trial. It's It's legitimately what I'm saying it is right? You go over there, you sign up. Yes, you have to give them a a credit or debit card, right? That's the whole point. Okay. But they don't charge you. And then you have two months. And if you cancel before the two months is up, they don't charge you ever, right? So you literally pay nothing and you can get access to my entire course curriculum. And then there's like 21,000, 22,000 courses over there. Now you get full access to the whole site. So This is part of why I did this, is for people in tough financial positions, you literally can pay nothing. Yeah, you got to do a little work. Yeah, you got to provide a debit and credit card and then make sure that you cancel before that two months is up. So, like, leave yourself a reminder in your phone or something or on your computer, whatever. But, I mean, (laughs) you can quite literally get access to all this stuff for free. So, Again, there's no excuse when it comes to that. That's why I did this was to eliminate that excuse. So, uh, take that for what it's worth, I guess. So, uh, the link for that, by the way, is johnmorrisonline slash skillshare if you want to start that two month free trial. But you know, at the end of the day, you you just sort of have to think all of this through, and you got to decide. And and ultimately, I think the question you have to ask yourself is, am I ready to give up on this? Am I really ready to to walk away from it all? And if the answer is yes, then walk away. Make a clean break and go do something else. You're going to feel so much better if you do that and really just like, I'm done. I'm done with it and I'm walking away. And I'm going to do something else and dig into that something else. And be happy. And don't worry about how... Important people say coding is, and you're gonna die if you don't learn how to code, and all that stuff. Don't worry about that. Do what you want to do. But if it's not right, if or if if you're not ready to give up on this, if if you're this is what you're passionate about, if this is what you want to do, then you just gotta keep grinding forward. You just gotta keep moving and, and grind through it, and it doesn't matter how it feels to you doesn't matter how difficult it might seem. You just keep moving and keep going. And at the end of the day, that's all you can do because there's going to be all sorts of things as you go through this that'll get thrown at you, all sorts of adversity that you're going to face. And you can try and do all of this mental stuff to try and make it all easy. But at the end of the day, you just got to keep going and keep working towards that vision. and You got to figure out a way to do that. So just put your head down and keep going. Uh, keep grinding, and 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 eventually you'll get there. Eventually, it will start to get easier. So that's my thoughts on that. Hopefully, you got something out of that. If you did, I'd appreciate if you'd share this episode with someone who's maybe going through that same thing. Uh, again, I would appreciate that. Also, if you'd rate and v- review the podcast over on iTunes, I'd really appreciate that. Just go to JohnMorrisShow click on the Start Here link at the top. That it will give you all the instructions for rating and reviewing. Uh, Also, you'll get module one of my PHP 101 course uh, if you do that. So, again, I'd really appreciate that. JohnMorrisShow.com. All right, that'll do it for the episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.